welcome to Let Them Eat. First episode. Oh my God. Can you believe that we're finally here? Because it does not feel real. No, going from a 200 square foot box to now doing a creative project in our 3,000 square foot production facility. It's kind of like a 180. I mean... I would have never thought starting this cotton candy company, like it's almost been seven years, which is a whole other thing, that this would be where we are. But I say that, but I also like don't find it that hard to believe. Like I feel, I don't know, does that make sense? Like it's so crazy, but also like, no, like I I could see this happening. People always ask though, could you see yourself here years ago? And I think the answer is always yes and no. Like, did I think (laughs) I would be working for a cotton candy company? Absolutely not. But do I see myself absolutely thriving and kicking ass? Well, hell yeah, I do. Like, so it's almost like a twofold. No, I feel I'm so glad that you understand that, which is why we work so well together. And we'll get into that more. But I feel the same way. Like People are always like, can you believe like how quickly you've blown up and like all the things you've gotten to do? And like, part of me wants to answer honestly and be like, no, yeah, I actually can believe yeah, I do. I do believe it. And this was kind of like the vision that I always saw. But there's also part of me that's like, this is such a pinch me moment. Like, it is surprising and shocking that we are where we are. So it's very much a yes and a no answer all in one. I felt that way when I was organizing my partnerships, like all my contacts the other day, because it was like a pinch me moment that I have some of those contacts. Yeah. But then I was like, am I surprised I got these? No, like, when I put my mind to something, I'm going to go get it and especially if I have the resources for it like why the hell not that's and like if you have internet for the most part you have the resources to get a lot of those contacts um and we should do a whole episode on that honestly too because it's really not as hard sometimes as you think that it is but I think that's the perfect transition into explaining and introducing ourselves (laughs) and what we're doing here with these microphones surprise short day well I guess you can introduce yourself first okay fine I'll go first so I'm Emily um I'm the founder of Artisucra which is most likely probably how you found your way to this first episode if I had to guess and I started a cotton candy company almost seven years ago and it's not like your cotton candy that you remember from your childhood of it being like just pink or just blue it's fun flavors and uses like our glitter bombs that you drop in something like personally we like to drink a lot of prosecco around here make sure drink all nice and sparkly and then i transitioned into packaging which is how emma and i came to be the dynamic duo that we are today yes so i'm emma i am the brand director of artisucra and i'm also emily's right hand best friend and first full-time employee That's right. And I know what you're probably thinking to yourself. You're like, oh, so cute. Emma and Emily. Like, how adorable. We hear it all the time. No, we know. We know. And I wish we had a dollar for every time somebody said that because we would be very rich women if that was the case. We would be snowbirds. Like, goodbye, Ohio. (laughs) I thought you said we would be snowboards. (laughs) What? Snowbirds. Snowbirds. I agree peace out the second that we can afford it we are wintering somewhere not here um but no i also think that it's important at this point to state that we both answer to each other's names as well or just m because that gets thrown around a lot at work oh yeah if someone just says m 
and it's just a generalized question. It's basically who hears you first and who responds first. And then my favorite is like, well, no, not not that M, the other M. <laughs> what did you think when you were yelling that in the massive common space when both of our offices are right there? Literally. But like our offices are close, but also not. Like we are on the other side from each other, but we can still hear everything if our doors are open. Or me, I can hear everything always because there's... A hole in my wall which is like a whole other thing um but it is funny to me because I can always tell it's really Livy that does it the most because her desk is like right outside of our offices and you can tell immediately when she yells M she like pauses to see which one of us is going to answer and then she's like sorry I meant Emily or sorry I meant Emma I think it's so important to note that even though we have our own offices now we don't use them no and when we do use them It's screaming across our HQ to get the other one's attention. And then when the other one doesn't respond, we just move into that office. Oh, no, 100%. Like, it's, we are, like, texting each other from, I mean, our offices are so close, but not close enough. Like, we need, like, a secret passageway to those offices. Like, our next HQ, we need to somehow make this work. And it's because when like you got brought on full-time we literally shared a desk literally i didn't have a place to put my feet no i would sit cross-legged or my knees would be up against a filing cabinet and i basically sat in your lap no like legitimate legitimately you didn't even have like an actual desk chair with wheels on it for the longest time you sat in this like super uncomfortable hard like it was like a guest chair on the other side it's the the chair i got interviewed in (laughs) Oh my God, that's so true. Wow. Well, like a turn of events from being interviewed to being full-time employee in that same chair. How poetic. It's like a full like 180 moment, 360 moment. Yeah, 360 moment. That's a circle. The full circle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love to see it. And that's why when we say things like, oh, like we struggle with how to describe your position. I think we've got it nailed down now, but it's it's been a struggle for the past two years. And my like go-to answer is always like, well, Emma's my right hand. And when I say that, I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean that physically you sat to my right hand and like learned the ropes of the business and, and worked next to me for an entire year. It was, uh, not quite a year, six months, a little over six months. But that definitely led me to like where I am now for sure. And we always talk about that, how it's so different training new employees now, because I, we share the common trait of not being the best teacher. Correct. For sure. So like having to teach someone something, it's like, how do you just not know? But looking back when I was being taught all this, it's because I sat next to you and got to watch you do it all in real time right so having to like retrace those steps of how did this even come to be it's just wild because it feels like innate at this point and i think it's because both of us are like very visual people and visual learners so like for me to put into words how to explain to someone how to do something it's not going to go well but if you can sit literally to my right and watch me do something over and over and over again that I can teach you really well at but that only works if you have the same learning style right as I do and I think that also just goes into the fact that like we can legitimately read each other's minds which is beautiful for us because I can literally just be saying gibberish and you're gonna be like no 
exactly you literally make noises at me and i'm like yep i got it let's go like <laughs> i was crying the other day we were both summoning each other which we do all the time like all the time and literally i did it at what 7 a.m this morning woke yeah. up and immediately voice messaged you about a business idea i had well i was crying because like you had like morning voice <laughs> I, was, I was like this is nothing new to me but i was literally riding the peloton the other day voice memoing you with like the music blaring in the background me like <gasps> on the peloton and you like didn't reply to me which again is it was after hours there's no expectation for you to reply at all and i was like whatever it happens i get into office the next morning and i'm like yo did you not understand a word i was saying and you dead ass were like bitch i can read your mind you could <laughs> run into the phone and i would know exactly what you were saying i knew exactly what you meant i was like oh okay perfect good. like we're good but honestly <laughs> what a cute tattoo idea to do like a left hand and a right hand i don't know like I mean, I guess you could, like, differentiate it because you could see, like, where the thumb is. But how cute. Are we getting another matching tattoo? Yeah, I think that's very important for um, our listeners to know. I got a matching tattoo with Emily, um, like, six months after working here. So, uh, Emma, it was not even a full six months. No, 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 no. You, no. Okay. I feel like, let's backtrack a little bit and give some more background to people that, like, we're really just dive They don't know us at all. <laughs> okay. So, very quick little recap of Art of Sucra and how we got to where we are today. I started the business in 2016. I was planning my wedding. I got the idea through Pinterest. That's a whole other deep dive that we'll do an episode on. But essentially, I did cart service of spinning unique flavors of cotton candy um, at events. So like weddings, concert. I did stuff for like Elton John and Ariana Grande, all the things. I did that up until 2020. Obviously, the pandemic happened, had to pivot, which is my favorite word, and what favorite word should be for every business owner, in my pivot. opinion, <laughs> pivot, and um, transitioned to packaging, and simultaneously started posting on TikTok, gained a following there, and then had to hire a team to start producing our cotton candy. It's all hand-spun in this really cute packaging, and we ship it now all over the world. And so Emma was my first full-time hire, and now we have, like, a big team of people, and we have this beautiful production facility, and we now work with, like, household names that you would obviously no, because it's a household name, and partner with some really cool brands and people and things like that. So that's how we got to where we are now. In March of 2021 is when we launched the online store. Emma worked for me then. She was a cotton candy spinner. You came on full-time in, when was it? Was it May? May, beginning of June, something like that. Yes, yes. Okay. We talked about it end of May. Well, we talked about it, honestly, from the day that you were hired part-time. You made it very clear you wanted to be here. Yeah. Um, And so it felt like forever. Like, it felt like years before you came on full-time, but looking back, it really yeah. wasn't that long. No, especially because the timeline was originally supposed to be until, like, September or October. Mm -hmm. So we, like, jumped the gun on that timeline, but it did feel like forever. Which, like, honestly, thank God, because I know you love when I get really mushy with you, which happens very rarely. It's but just like so wholesome. It literally, like, changed my life. Like, I was not in a good place at all when I didn't have anybody to help me full time. Like Emily was not doing well. She was unwell. Definition of unwell was me during that time. And I like you coming on full time 
literally changed everything for me. And so we then, you came on full time. I left immediately for surgery. So sorry. Yep. It was basically like, thank you for hiring me. Oh, and now you're alone. So good luck. Mm -hmm. Which was a whole thing. And we talk about it often. And the fact that like, it had to happen that way. And it, oh, for sure. And it was hard. And, and it was a choice. Let's put it that way to just like throw you yeah. into this with like, Hey, good luck kind of, but I think we can both look back now and agree that like that happened exactly how it was supposed to. Oh, for sure. As we always say, as it should, but no, everything definitely happened the way it was supposed to. Was it a cute time? No, it definitely was not. Definitely was not. But I also think that that does kind of make it doing that and how that worked out is why we are where we are today. Exactly. For sure. I don't think it would have happened as quickly as it has if that, if I didn't just like be like, okay, bye. Love you. Be back in three weeks. I'm right. On. Like, see ya. Call no, me. It... You need me, but I'm going to be in surgery. So see ya. Yeah. You want to talk about problem solving skills? Yep. That was the definition of that. A hundred. And learning like the ins and outs of a business. Because <laughs> if I had a question and you were sleeping. Right. It was like. You either got to figure it out or you have to wait. But if the building wasn't burning down, I could figure it out. I think that's the thing too. Like it not only taught you crazy problem solving skills quickly, but problem solving skills on someone else's behalf, which is right. like a really interesting way to kind of develop that, if that makes sense. Definitely. But I definitely think it also helped me learn like the ins and outs of your brain. Like, For hence sure. why we can make gibberish at each other and be like, got it. A hundred percent. No, I think it led to kind of us being on the same wavelength and you really being able to like, look into my brain and be like, this is how Emily would probably solve this problem. Maybe not how I'd solve it, but this is how Emily would probably solve it. And sure. then you can kind of come to the conclusion somewhere in the middle, depending on what the topic is. But I definitely think that also helps us now. When we have, like, when we talk a bunch of things through, because you can kind of see how I view it, I can see how you view it, and it helps during that conversation of workshopping of what's going on, because even if we don't see it the same way, we can understand at least how each other's brain is working to work through to get to that final decision. Which is so imperative, because... Like we are, we do work still so side by side. Like even if we are in our separate offices, like it's very much a group decision process, you know? Yeah, kind of we thing. still make decisions together. We still take meetings together. Yeah, absolutely. And that's getting less and less as the business continues to, to grow, which is just natural. And it's sad in some ways. And I think like the first time we take a business trip without the other one, like it's going to be a big- Devastating. Yeah, sad moment. I think you're going to cry the whole time. Probably. I'm going to be like, FaceTiming you every five minutes. Miss me yet? <laughs> be like, I boarded the airplane and now I landed. <laughs> How do I catch an Uber from Newark? Help. <laughs> oh my God. We're going to have to take like a trial business trip where I'm with you, but you have to pretend like I'm not there. Like, so you have to go through all of the steps. I'm going to be like your like minion. So you have to take care of me the whole trip. Literally. So and then if I need you, you'll be like, okay, emergency health is here. That's right. Let me show you how to problem solve this one, babe. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Hey, in March when we're in New York, I'm going to be the one that you have to take care of me. Can't wait. 
Perfect. Can't wait. But okay, so you, I come back then. I think I was only out for like three weeks, and I would come in and like pop in and visit. Yeah. Um, and then we worked that entire summer side by side literally and then we went to new york for the wine and food festival that the food network and cooking channel put on and got to like exhibit there which was so incredible and that's a full insanity that literally could be an entire podcast episode within itself we were there for six days it was wild and we were talking about the other day and some of the stuff that like i just straight up didn't remember happened like it we'll have to do a whole episode on it but I had one tattoo before going on this trip and the person that did my tattoo, her name is JK. She's incredible. I love her. She specializes in like tiny fine line tattoos and she did my first one. And I knew when we were going back to New York that I wanted to get another one and I wanted to get a cone of cotton candy. And so I was, you know, telling this to Emma and she's like, oh, cool. So I'm going to get one too. And I was like, <laughs> what? And you were like, Mm-hmm. Like, I would also like to have an identical matching tattoo to you after knowing you for um, six months. And I would like to get it in the exact same location at the exact same time that you do. And I was like, okay, bet. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I think that is the most us thing in the entire world. But, like, from the outside looking in, people are like, these bitches are crazy. Like, they- this is unhinged. Like, you actively chose to get a matching tattoo with your boss after six months of working for her. It is true, but look how cute. Look how cute we are. (laughs) (laughs) When I told my sister that, that, like, you were going to do this, she was like, what if she doesn't work for you one day? Or what if she hates you one day? And I was like, that's very possible. I really hope that's not the case. I don't think that's going to be the case. But also, just, like, I think... The way that you and I, like, live our lives is very much, like, I had all of the information that I had in that moment to make the decision that felt right to me at that moment. And I'm okay with the outcome if five years down the road that information has changed. But, like, that is a memory of the place I was at that point in my life. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Especially because it's attached to such a cool event. Like, it was such a big sucra event it was the first time we traveled together it was the first time i went to new york right. i watched the food network wine and food like event on tv as a kid so that was just so cool it was just like an all-encompassing like bucket list trip yep. so in the end if that were to happen however long down the road which i don't think it will, not, but, but right if it did happen like it's attached to such a cool memory like how could i ever look back on that tattoo and regret it hundred percent. So I'm glad that we're on the same page about that even years later now at this point. And it is still to this day one of my favorite tattoos. It's one of my favorite ones that I have. Me too, but it's always one that I forget I have because I don't see it often. Well, where it's located, you would only see it if you were like looking at yourself in the mirror. I catch it in the car, which is weird. Like if I like am like looking at my mirror and like have my hand up or like I like move my hair or whatever, that's yeah. when see it the most but you're right the location is on like the outside of like forearm wrist area you don't yeah. see it and then you just like really contort yourself to look at it yeah no for real it's always that one and the one behind my ear i always forget exists well that one absolutely makes sense because when are you ever looking behind your ear literally never never 
at no point in my life have I ever looked behind my ear, I don't think. So that one totally makes sense. I probably should have put a meaningful tattoo somewhere I could see it. But mm-hmm. like... Next time. Next time, babe. There's always... An, apparently our uh, right hand tattoos. That is a really cute idea. I think that's actually so wholesome. Okay, well... JK, well, you available in March? Yeah, are you, where are you going to be at, JK? Somebody, <laughs> somebody email her right now. <laughs> Maybe we should... We could do it in October with Audrey. That would be so fun. Audrey is the one. Also, we just get tattoos together. This seems to be like a theme. It is a theme, yeah. In October and got tattoos together. Got not matching ones this time, unfortunately. No, but we did go together. She's a queen. We should definitely do that. That would be so fun. Well, I think the other funny part about, like, just our story in general is that we spend a lot of time together but yet still somehow find a way to like set boundaries around it and in a way that I have yet to be able to describe to somebody accurately because one of the most common things that I get asked about like other founders is how did you find like how do I get an Emma like your name like you have become like this idolized employee and I think it's just people see if you follow us on like social media or you've met us in person like there's something unique about our relationship that's hard to put into words. For sure. We literally read each other's minds and in meetings we'll finish finish each other's sentences, which is it's so cheesy and so cliche. And hearing myself say it, I'm like, bitch, did you really just say that on the podcast? But it's true. No, it's true. We'll literally finish each other's sentences in meetings if the other one can't find the words. And I think we just balance each other out so well because in a lot of ways we are so similar. And I do think that there's something to be said that like you have to have similarities to work as closely with somebody as we do but we also are very different and my favorite (laughs) story I don't know if you know where I'm going with this but my favorite story to kind of describe that is when we were this is like a New York themed podcast apparently when we were in New York for the Shopify event and we brought glitter bombs we kind of like sponsored the bar we were at shopify headquarters in soho and the event had started and this event was absolutely over capacity like there were probably like 250 300 people it felt that way we were like shoulder to shoulder of women um coming to hear this female entrepreneurship panel speak people were literally sitting in each other's laps like in chairs on the floor like there was no space at this event you and i were like behind the bar which we really like weren't supposed to be we we were our backs were like to the speakers because of how like the seating was set up we couldn't see them anyways and like how the chairs were it's almost like these built-in benches and so we had a pretty unique view of the room and a woman came in super late to the event walks over to the bar and immediately picks up one of our cotton candy glitter bombs and just to be clear those are not meant to do anything other than go into a drink unless you want a mouthful of glitter like a glitter explosion in your mouth correct which i mean if you want that pop off i'm super happy for you it's not something i want and not something i particularly want for you or how i want you to experience my product and so i'm sitting there and i'm watching her just rip open this pouch and like slow motion go to eat it directly no beverage in sight and so i and there's a there's a whole ass event going on behind us like just keep that in mind as in well. this moment i would like to point out i think i actually had a heart attack after you looked at me and were like oh 
That lady's putting a glitter bomb in her mouth and then just looks away. <laughs> Which makes me sound like an asshole. I'm not. That's not the case. I just am like, I'm, I'm kind of shy. Like, I just like, don't go and talk to people. Like, if you come and talk to me, like, yes, I love that. Like, I love people. I love interacting, uh, interacting with people, but I'm probably not going to make like the first move. That's just like not who I am. You, on the other hand, the angel that you are, see this woman and literally in slow motion are like, no, as you run over to her and start like whispering in her ear, like, don't eat that straight. It's meant to go into your drink to make it glitter. And I'm just sitting back like, well, if it happens, it happens. I don't know. That's a, that's a her problem at this point. It would have been good content. But girlfriend, <laughs> I think, if I, I think I recall her saying, oh, well, I already took a bite of it, so. She ate it. Like, you told her, and it didn't, it did not matter. Like, she literally continued just to eat the cotton candy, like, with the glitter in it. And I was like, you know what? We, you did your part. You told her. And if that is her journey in life, I support her. It was a choice on her end. It, it was. But I will tell you that, like, I've told this story multiple times to other people, and they'll be like, oh, no, I've done that. Like, I've gotten curious and just straight up eaten a glitter bomb. Or somebody, I think it was Anna, um, our assistant, when I was talking to her about it the other day, she was like, I'm not going to lie to you. One time I got really hungry for cotton candy and just kind of nibbled around the glitter, which I... <laughs> almost died i was like girl we'll get you some cotton candy you don't you don't have to do that anymore it's okay <laughs> almost like the partnership we did recently and i was emailing back and forth with my contact there and i made it very clear that glitter bombs were for your drink and the pouches were for snacking and then she proceeded to email me back and tell me that she just popped the glitter bomb in her mouth like no biggie i i mean listen like was I it rude that like I then again wrote an email specifying that glitter bombs were for your drink. I definitely made that one clear, but girlfriend just didn't care. My thing is like, it's not like it's going to hurt you. Like there's, yeah. it's, it's edible. Like, and, and a common thing that we see on TikTok a lot is people are like, ew, microplastics in your drink. Just to be clear, it is an FDA approved edible glitter like there's no micro there's no plastic in it like it's not like craft glitter it's it's made from rice essentially and like mica powder like it doesn't even have a texture to it you could just put the glitter in your mouth and you honestly unless you had a lot wouldn't even you wouldn't even know, know. like when you drink it it's not gritty like it just tastes like whatever beverage that you're or feels like whatever beverage that you're drinking and so it's not gonna hurt you however is that the most pleasant way to experience our product? No, absolutely. It's also going to, like, dye your tongue and... Maybe that's the vibe. Maybe that's, like, the newest makeup trend is, like, having, a like, a blue tongue from glitter. Like, a blue glittery tongue. I mean, Livy would know. Livy... God bless Livy. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it's on our team. We have... There's four of us that are full-time right now so we have obviously me then there's emma and then livy is our head of operations and she is our little queen we love her to death and uh we used to kind of torture her when she was our intern when we would have good news we would bribe her to do stuff for content to then tell her the good news so with that being said we had a collaboration that livy actually gave me the name of the company i've never heard of it before found the company pitched it went through with it and it ended up being a full collaboration which was really cool but when we got that first initial email i told emily and we were like we should have some fun with this 
So we went and pulled Livy and said, we have really good news. But before we tell you that good news, you have to eat a glitter bomb on camera for a TikTok. Okay, I just would like the record to state that this is not hazing or harassment. She was very much on board for this, and she is our little angel. And that video went viral. Which I was, was just going to say. So her little Gen Z heart was just thrilled that she went viral on TikTok, as she should be. And now we just tease her about it. We don't actually make her eat a glitter bomb every time we have good news, because she'd be eating a glitter bomb, like, at least twice a week, I feel like. Right. And now that we have, like, a team that's growing, we can't really necessarily, like, say that kind of stuff in front of them anymore because I think people are actually going to think that we hate them. Right. Like I do, I feel like we need to have her come on the podcast and just be like, I was not forced to do this against my will. Like just to clear, clear the air a little bit. Right. Um, just to, to, you know, make sure we're not actually harming her in any way. And that she does feel indeed safe in her workplace. Safe and loved. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> Okay, Emma. Okay, I see you blinking over there. I need help. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. If anybody needs help in this workplace, it is me. I am the one that is constantly bullied in my own place of employment. Oh, please. I'm sorry. I have to go to Jenny constantly and be like, Jenny, Livy and Emma are being mean to me. And Jenny is our studio production manager, and she is our queen. She runs this ship around here. We would be nowhere without Jenny. No, without Livy and Jenny, we would... We would never get anything done is, like, the other thing. No. When I get no. bored, I skip into your office and put my nose up against your window. Like, <laughs> so in our in our HQ, they're not every door. It's really just your and I doors, actually, to our yeah. offices are glass. And so I will, like, shut my door, and especially if I have to record, like, voiceover content or write something, I have to do it, like, in my vibe, in my space, nobody else around. And Emma will just get bored and literally I'll just like look up and she just has like her nose pressed up against the glass. And then one day I was like, what are you doing? And she was like, I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> I can't sit still for a long period of time, which you I just start using the walking pad more often. I literally bought you a walking pad. I know. I just need to, we just need to like up the table a little bit. It's a little too short for my computer, but... No, it is amazing. I do need to start utilizing it more. And I think I will, like, come summer. I think so. It's just, like, the snowy. We keep talking about it. We're clearly depressed, you guys. This weather in Ohio is terrible right now. Right. So if you want us to, like, come visit you, want us to, like, spend some cotton candy and, you know, like, Florida, we there. LA, anywhere. You call us. We will will hop on a plane. We've done it before with 10 hours notice. We can do it again. Right. There's there's nothing out of our repertoire at this point. At this point, we are well-versed in getting cotton candy across the country in a, in a second if we need to. Right. Sticking a bunch of condom-like packets in your suitcase and going across TSA. I mean, what a moment. <gasps> I still can't believe that I was not stopped. Like, no questions asked. TSA didn't even blink at me. I had a carry-on full of our glitter bombs. And it had, like, 200 glitter bombs in it. Right. And they just, no questions asked, let you through. Like, I get more questions when we drop glitter bombs off to the calves. Literally. Uh, My hand to God, when we drop off glitter bombs to Cleveland Cavaliers, which is fairly often, we have to go through this whole process of going, like, underground the arena. And it's actually really cool. Like, it doesn't get old. And I've been doing it for years. 
But they literally have, like, drug and bomb-sniffing dogs outside of the arena on, like, concert nights and game days that will sniff your vehicle. They will search the entire vehicle, obviously, before they give you access to go underground. And then from there, you have to go in, like, security and hand over your keys. Like, it is a whole process. I full-ass flew from Cleveland to L.A. and had 200 looked like large condom shaped packaging in my carry-on and I was sweating because if they stopped me and said ma'am what is this how was I going to explain to TSA that I had glitter bombs in my bag how was I going to explain that yeah there was no way especially with the word bomb right what how was I going to literally be like it's just cotton candy you drop it in a drink and they were going to be like I'm sorry what like who are you didn't even blink no questions asked and I was so so nervous like i was rehearsing in my head how i was going to explain this like what your story was going to be uh-huh i will say though so years ago when i went to aj sister's bachelorette party which is actually the very first time i picked up glitter bombs from you during covid oh my god i remember that literally mark and i yes. drove parked in the parking lot and we had masks on and had to exchange in the parking lot but it was old packaging so it was like the circle containers with the lids And I had no idea if I was going to be able to take those into the airport because we were flying to Nashville. So I remember putting them in a plastic bag. There was no sticker on them, like no label, literally nothing. It was a clear, like circular container with a white lid with like this white puffy stuff in it. It was like a, like, like what you would put like ketchup in at like a restaurant, like those types of like containers, condiment containers, essentially. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. And... I remember going through TSA and them not asking me a single question, but I was panicking before to Mark, like, what am I going to say? Like, what are these? There's not a label on them to even be like, this is cotton candy. It could have been anything under the sun. And they were still just like, you good. You Gucci girl. You go through that TSA with this unknown substance that is called a bomb, but really isn't a bomb. Like that was genuinely what happened. They were Right. It's just champagne sugar with sparkles on the inside. And again, like, I don't know how I would have explained that because I feel like they would have been like, what is this? And I would have been like tripping over my words and like hella nervous and just like not clearly describing. So shout out to TSA that day. Did I feel a little unsafe in that plane? Yeah, I did because not enough questions were asked, but I was also very grateful that I didn't have to answer those questions. Well, we always say our product is best experienced. Like you can always say so much, but you have to see it to believe it. I think it would have been one of those things that you're like, hold on, I don't have words, but let me just show you. Can I, can I show you my TikTok? <laughs> have a can of LaCroix around? That, like, the douchiest thing ever when trying to explain to the TSA agent. You're like, do you have TikTok, sir? Can you pull that up for a second? Let me show you. It's art of Sucre. <laughs> S-U-C-R-E. <laughs> Art of source? What? What is this? Art of soup? What is that? (laughs) Oh my god, that's so funny. And that is another fun fact about us, is that um, catch me never pronouncing our business name on social media literally ever, because I get bullied for it, left and right. People are vicious, but it's the same thing with when people like, say like, your last name, my last name, and butcher it. You're just like, whatever. Whatever, right, whatever yeah, like, at this point, you got the gist. I, I know what you mean. Like, it's fine at, at this point. It's literally okay. There's so many different variations at this point. It's just like, however you want to say it and however you believe it, 
that's good enough that's for perfect. me. That's right. It's literally good enough for me. Um, I think that one of the things that I'm most excited for on this podcast, and honestly, like the reason that we started it is more than anything, it's, it's been a really fun, creative outlet for you and I, I think oh, absolutely. like scaling a business is no joke. And we have a lot of serious conversations that revolve like around making big decisions and around money and around collections and employees and hiring and and building a team and, and all of these things that it can get kind of heavy, even though we just work in cotton candy. And we say that often, like, this is not heart surgery. It is just cotton candy. But the conversations can get kind of heavy sometimes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we still may mop our own floors, but at least now we have a creative outlet to come do this, you know? That's the thing. And I and working in a small business, it's there's no one here that doesn't put in an equal amount of effort. It may look different. It may be a different type of job, but like, you know, I'm still taking the trash out. Like just because I'm the CEO does not mean that I am still not doing what needs to be done. And that goes for you and it goes for Livy and it goes for Jenny and it goes for our entire spin team. It's, it's just the work environment here. And I love that. I, I don't ever want to see that change. Um, it's just but, like kind of a reminder of where we came from. And it's just that no matter how big we get, you can still be humble. 100%. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Does not matter who you're working with, what your revenue looks like, any of that. Like, you can still just be a good person and a good team member more than anything. And I think that sometimes it gets to the point where we are talking about some of these things and just kind of like working, 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 working. And it gets so analytical and yes, there is a fun creative side to the business, but certain times of year, not nearly as much as you would think. And so to have this fun creative outlet for you and I to spend an hour together every week uninterrupted, just talking and sharing our story is going to be good for us. And if somebody listens, sweet. I'm really happy you're here. And if not, I think we just have fun chatting together, honestly. For sure. I mean, how many times do we just kind of go over like funny stories to like brighten our spirits and kind of just replay where we came from? I think it's so important, but also like if you're listening, great. We love to have you here. We hope that we entertain you. We hope that you (laughs) learn something from it. Like I hope you learn a little bit more about us as individuals. It's, I think it's going to be such a great outlet, not only for us, but just for people to not only know Art of Sucra, but really know the people behind it and like where you're purchasing these products from. And I think that we talk about this too, is like so much, especially if you are like a founder or you're in that kind of small business space, or you're just fascinated, fascinated by it so often it feels like an overnight success. Like someone on TikTok blows up, a company gets acquired, like somebody gets into Target, whatever that looks like. And it feels like it happens for them overnight. And the reality is there is no such thing as an overnight success. No. There is no such thing as an overnight just sensation. It takes sometimes years, sometimes it takes months, whatever it is to build, but people don't really share that gritty behind the scenes and oftentimes when you're hearing these success stories it's founders or whoever it is people looking back with rose-colored glasses and you're not really getting the full like yeah we sit on the floor and cry often and it's it's less than it was a year ago and it's less than it was two years ago but it still happens and it's 
very, very much a roller coaster, like as cliche as that is, but it's an emotional process. The highs are really high and the lows are really low. And I just think that there's something in me that feels like I have a responsibility to share that with people because it can be so glamorized. Right. And it gets so insular too is another thing. I mean, we, obviously we have our brands that we look up to and we idolize and we have a really strong personal connection with. But when you look at a different company, you're like, well, how did they get that? Or how'd they get that partnership? Or how did they get into Target? Or how'd they get into Erewhon? I mean, you can yeah. compare yourself to so many people, but no one talks about the processes to get to those big points in life. Definitely. So if we can even provide just like the slightest bit of insight to someone to be like, hey, like everything does not always have to be okay. Run Like this is hard work. And if something you've been dreaming of for four years took two years to come to fruition and it's taking another year to come out, I mean, still be proud of yourself. Like you were doing the damn thing and that's what matters. And we have those moments. Like I think we both do separately. We're like, we just kind of are like, ugh, like nothing's moving. Like we're just, we're stuck in this one place. And then all of a sudden it'll be something small for me. And I'll be like, we're doing it. Like we always will. Oh yeah we're doing the damn thing. Like it's happening. Like it almost just hits you and that like in that moment. And it's so important to stop down and to feel those emotions and to recognize that. And I think we could even get better at doing it even more. Cause if you really look back at kind of the entire past of this business, it is pretty remarkable where we're at and where we're going. Oh, absolutely. And another thing is just because something doesn't happen right now doesn't mean it's never going to happen. It Whether it's right place, right time, whether you have to find a different contact, a different time of year, a different event, just there's so many different avenues that I personally didn't know existed when really taking over that partnership role. So really learning the ins and outs of that and understanding why things may not happen now, but they may happen a year and a half down the line yep. is, is really just remarkable and really crazy and like it's always going to be a learning curve and you're always going to be learning and wanting to know more but I think this year I mean we're already what like we're we're a month into it and my eyes have already been open like twofold to what they were last year just because so many things have happened that I've been working for for so long it's just really crazy it takes time to expand your network because like so much of the things that we have learned happen because of people that we have met and have been introduced to and we have introduced ourselves to whether that's via the internet or in person and events or we've traveled to make it happen like the more your network expands the more your eyes are open to ah so that is how that company did this or this how this works type of thing but i also think that our eyes are also open just to the fact that like nobody has their shit together no one no one It doesn't matter how big the company is. It doesn't matter who you work for. It doesn't matter if you are the founder. Does not matter. There is something at some point or somewhere in the company that you're going to be like, that's how you do that? Oh, right. Okay. And I, for me, like, that's so refreshing. Like, it's so refreshing to have that inside information. But I didn't feel that way before I had that inside information. So no. It's, it also, I think, just makes you become more secure the deeper and further that you get into this because you do just realize that at the end of the day, we are all really on the same field. Right. It's just who wants to share that they're going through that and who wants to fake it on the internet that they have everything together and it's just happening. 
that's the thing too. So I just, I'm excited for this because I don't feel like it, it for us, like it, this feels very real time. Like it, it feels very of the moment. And there are obviously some things that we can't share because of like NDAs that we sign and like things like that. But I think we can be as honest as we can possibly be um, on how, what it feels like at the very least and what that process looks like. Absolutely. And I think it would even be cool if like our listeners, the few that we may have, our do decide to like reach out and tell us like how our podcast impacted them. Or even like questions. I think that's right. the thing too of like, you know, I know that I had a lot of questions when I started my business and I didn't always have somewhere to go. Like you can only Google so much and Google is your best friend. Trust me. It is absolutely your best friend. But like I couldn't Google how to do certain things. And especially, especially because our business is so unique that not, you know, it's not like we're baking cookies that there are tried and true recipes that people love and you can kind of take and make your own. It, it was different. We're the ones that are kind of setting forth the trends in this space and um it would have been nice to have somebody to even just bounce ideas off of or to ask like the simple questions to um uh, so or someone just to say you're doing the damn thing and everything's gonna be okay uh, even just the like keep going like don't right. stop. that's what sets people apart is if you can just push forward and even it's, it's hard like it's so hard and it's a lot right. easier said than done but with that being said, I'm so excited to just continue this podcast and take everyone on our journey. I know. I think it's going to be fun. I think next week we're going to be talking about TikTok um, and kind of how all that happened. If you have any ideas on what you want to hear us talk about, we've got plenty of things lined up, but we want to hear what you want to hear. Yeah. So just let us know. All right. Well, this has been great. Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Bye. Bye.